This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, good morning, everyone. Glad to see all of those uh, of you that uh, are here today personally uh, present and want to welcome uh, those of you that are uh, joining via Facebook or social media. Uh, It's going to be a great day. I want to uh, begin by mentioning uh, Memorial uh, Day. This is Memorial Day weekend in which we honor the sacrifice and the service of those who have fought and are fighting uh, for our freedom and liberties that uh, we hold dear and enjoy uh, today. And I'll tell you, the greatest honor is not just uh, that we that we uh, set aside this special day, but that we continue uh, to never give up and to live in the freedom and the liberties which were so dearly fought for and so costly uh, to win, especially in the day uh, that we live in uh, today, uh, stand our ground and honor those that stood their ground and, and gave many, many of them the ultimate sacrifice that we might enjoy what we enjoy today. So, Lord, we just thank you for those men and women throughout the generations, all of the families, not not a family uh is alive today that someone's somewhere uh, served that they might be able to enjoy this day and this time that we live in. Thank you for that we live in the greatest country on the earth, that we live in a great nation of personal liberty and freedom. And God, you did that. We didn't do that. We had our part, but Lord, you're the greater, we are the lesser. We acknowledge you today that we still trust you and that we are one nation under God. Thank you for healing our land in the name of Jesus. If you can agree, uh, nod your head, thumbs up, hit the little like button, whatever you do. All right. Now, uh, boy, we're going high tech, aren't we? Uh, How things have changed. Let's... uh, uh, let's continue along the lines that we started last uh, uh, week. You know, we're living in days of questions and questionings. Uh, what happens now? Last week we talked about what lies ahead, but what happens now? After what has happened, what happens now? And I, uh, I remember at the beginning of this year, a prophetic word was spoken to us, said that the answerings will be in according to the askings. Well, who can answer us over the future accurately? The Bible declares a God who speaks the end From the beginning, he said, before it happens, I tell you, Jesus declared the Holy Spirit will show you things that are to come. Throughout the Bible, we see where God has recorded that he said, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things, things that you did not know, things that we could not uh, know. God's kingdom There is a master fundamental truth that's not incidental, 
And it's certainly not accidental, but it is foundational. After the wrong comes the right. Always God has the final say. So God speaks of himself, that he is a God who comes to set things right. We see him in the in the uh, beginning book of the Bible, in Genesis, it says, and God said, and there it was. And it goes on to say, and God saw that it was good. You know, there is, and we need to qualify the right. It is the right that is good in his sight. So the God is come after the wrong to set things right. How is that right? What's that right going to look like? Well, the Bible gives us uh, some insights into that. Amos, the ninth chapter, and the message Bible, God speaks, and he said, Am I not a God of all the nations? I'm still giving the orders around here. You know, the Bible says that God's kingdom is over all. It didn't say it was it, it, that everybody acknowledges that and that everything, but it's all subject to the rule and the reign of God. Now, God is a merciful God. God is a kind God. God is a patient God. The Bible says he's long-suffering for the precious fruit of the harvest. And what would that be? The harvest of generations, the people that will and the people that do. Turn to God and trust him. For that's all that this life is about. It's the staging area for, in the temporary here, for the eternal. It is the dressing room, if you will, for the real play, for the real acting out of forever. So I trust and hope today it is my prayer, my sincere and honest prayer every day for each and every one of you that are safely under the shelter of his wings. But I'll tell you there are many that uh, I see that I don't believe that they know Jesus. I don't believe that they have acknowledged Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And so we're willing to wait. We're willing to work. We're willing to let God have his day before the final say so. But he says in the scripture, he says, I'm throwing all the nations into the sea and shaking them good, shaking out all the sin and the sinners. And I will add this, the saints, because he was declaring to Israel, he said, you're no different than the other nations. You're in the situation with them. But God points out, he says, see, there are those people that say nothing bad will ever happen in our lifetime. It won't even come close. Let me tell you, God is not mocked. The Bible says his precepts are not a set aside. There will always be a reaping to the sowing. Let me bring it home a little bit closer to us. There is always a consequence to the choice. Let me make the choice very clear. In this life, we have the opportunity to choose Jesus, to choose his will and his way and God's good plan, to believe the love that he has for us. Or as the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would choose him, believe on him. Believing is a decision. It is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's not uh, some state of being where all of 
of a sudden it all clicks for you. No, it is out of a revelation that Jesus came and Jesus died. And Jesus died for you and I that we would not have to die. For the penalty, the Bible says, of sin is death. He paid that penalty. And you get to choose to let him be your substitute. Let him be your advocate. Let him be your God and your Lord and your master. Or the Bible says that, uh, goes on to say, for he did not come into the world to condemn the world, but through him, believing on him, choosing him, deciding him to be your God, that you, that we would not perish, but have everlasting life. But it goes on in, uh, the 17th verse, it says, but there is a condemnation. And this is it, that you do not believe, that you will not receive, that you will not accept what Jesus has done. Why? Because we love the darkness more than the light. Let me tell you, come out of the dark today and come into the light. Everyone under the sound of my voice today, I believe in the work of the Holy Spirit. I trust in the work of the living God. I believe God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. Flesh that doesn't want nothing to do with God. Flesh that's far from God. Flesh that's been running for a long, long time from God. But I want to tell you, you can never outrun his love. You'll never outrun his kindness. You'll never outrun the pursuit for the God that loves you will pursue you until the very end. He's after you and God can get you. He'll get you real good, the Bible says. Not bad. God's not going to be wrong to you or do wrong. God's going to set things right for you. Oh, there is a consequence to the choice. There are many choices. You know, uh, society tells us that God is multiple choice. No, God is one. There's only one God, one faith, one God, one way. His name is Jesus. Oh, don't miss the mark. God has said so. There is a writing of the wrongs. And we go down and see here in verse number 11, Amos, the ninth chapter, verse number 11, it says, but also on that judgment day. See, judgment, the judgment of God, there is the judgment of God in the, in the finalization of all things. That is not now. Is there, is there a judgment of God? Yes, he judged that he would give man a free will, that he would allow man to go his own way. Or to go the devil's way, which are most of the time, the Bible says there is a way that seems right, reasonable, right, arguably right to man, but the end of that is death. Why? There's a deceiver. There is a destroyer. There is one that does not want you to and will tell you any lie you'll believe, do anything that he can to keep you separated from God and from knowing the truth. No, the judgment is God said that I'll let you sow what you want to sow. I'll let you choose what you want to choose. But realize there'll be a reaping and there'll be a consequence. And I'm going to give you a number of cycle of seasons in life. I'm going to give good grace and I'm going to give long and strong uh, grace to you so that you'll get to see whether you've been sowing for the wheat or you've been sowing for the weeds. Whether you get to see that, that you're sowing towards God and will reap life or you're sowing towards the other and reap corruption and destruction. 
Now the judgment today should be that we judge ourselves before the great and final judgment of God. He said on that judgment day, on the shifting and the sifting and the shaking, he said on that judgment day, you know now is a day of mercy and grace, of reconciliation and restoration to God for any and for all who will and who want to. Now Amos 9 and 11 says this in the Message Bible. God begins to declare, he says, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I'll repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it up like new. Everyone say new. Oh, I believe what uh, what's about to happen is the new. And I'm all up in the middle of that. David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of enemy Edom plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment, God's decree. He will do this. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. You know, this is not... Uh, To be taken lightly, he says, God says, and it is by decree, it won't be long now. There is a new now. It's a God now where God says, there it is. See, we read in the Bible, God said, and there it was. But we're in a now with God where God says, and there it is. Things are going to happen so fast. You know, the thing about so fast is it amplifies Uh, whether we're prepared or we're unprepared. It magnifies the preparedness or the unpreparedness. Ready or not, here I come. You know, Jesus has, as Lord of all, as the king of the kingdom has stepped in, and Jesus has stepped up, and his words are the kingdom is come. The kingdom is come is here now. See, things are going to happen so fast. Well, what things? Let's read down a little. He says, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim one one thing fast on the heels of the other. In other words, he says that your head won't catch up. You know, if we're just living out of our head, and I, and I don't recommend a mindless Christianity, the Bible says, let there be the renewing of our mind. The renewing of our mind to the ways of God, the works of God, the things of God, the words of God, the thoughts of God. But he said, if you're, if you're just living out of here, you're about 18 inches too high. Honey, adjust the scope a little bit. Put the, put the target, the bullseye down into the center of you. That's where God's aiming at. He's aiming at the heart. Your head will say, boy, I don't see any way. I, I can't understand that. It's too good to be true. God says, believe it. It's too, it is good. It is good. And it is true. God's saying, live out of your heart. I speak out of your heart, not just the head. I speak to your heart how about your heart today is your heart holy for him have you given your heart to Jesus is he the center of the center of you or is he still just a thought still just a passing someday maybe somehow some way I've got time boy the time is now The time is today. The Bible says salvation is today. Yeah, God says, goes on to say this. He said, everything will be happening at once. Everywhere you look, blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again 
for my people everywhere. God is saying, I'll restore, I'll repair, I'll make everything right again for my people. Let me ask you today, are you among his people? You need, you need to come on over to the right side. Come on over to God's side. This is not anything that uh, is an arrogant and a religious uh, proving of right. Listen, when it is right, it just is right and God is right. God's side is the right side. Come out from the darkness and come on into the light. Get out of that place where just outside of the blessing is the curse. There's both in the earth. There is a God who loves you. There's another one that hates you. There's a God that wants to lift you up. There's a, there's a God that wants to drag you down to destruction and all the way to hell. I know you don't hear much about hell anymore, but there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. God's decree, he said, he will do this. He will do this for you, what you cannot do for yourself. See, we cannot right ourselves. Jesus made the way for right with God. It's simply believing that what he did at the cross, he died and paid the penalty of sin, so you would not have to die and pay the the penalty of sin. He rose to new life to give you the new life, God life, blessed life, full, rich, rewarding, satisfying, and fulfilling. Jesus said the thief has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life and that life more abundantly, more life than you expected, life to the full and to the overflow. Oh, the ultimate reset and redo and restoration is the new that God has for you. It begins with the rebirth. To be born again is to be set right again with God. If you feel in your heart, if you know in your heart of hearts that things are not right, that you're not right, you don't have that sense of righteousness, peace, and joy. What comes first? Righteousness. Rightness with God. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can save. Only Jesus can deliver, but he is able to deliver and to save to the ultimate. The rebirth. Are you born again? The Bible says Jesus telling a religious ruler, he said, you must be born again. What does that mean? It means to trust him. It means to put your, the totality of your trust, not just this life, but the one that is to come, your eternity. On top of Jesus. See, he will do this for you. He will do this for you today. Here's what happens now. After the wrong comes the right. And it'll look like this. Ending the chapter, he says, they'll rebuild. Who's that? God's people. God's people. We're entering into a redo and a restoration that will follow after this reset. They'll rebuild They're ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. Oh, I I love these scriptures. It says they'll rebuild. They'll plant. They'll work. Those things uh, ring very true today, perhaps more than any other time. It says they'll work. He says, and I'll plant them. Plant them on their own land. And they'll never again be uprooted from the land that I've given them. You know, out of making God, out of God's making things right again will come a never again. 
We need the, uh, the things made right again, but we also need the never again. We need the door that is open before us to, uh, uh, to also be the door that swings back the never again door. See, when you get born again, you're never again going back to your old life. You're never again going back to that old way of believing and doing things. You're never again going to be deceived and walk on that road. To, be, to follow Jesus means that we stop going this way and we start going the way. He said, you'll never again be uprooted from the land that I give them. See, what God gives you is eternal. The life that God gives you is eternal life that begins the day that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and call him Master. And that is a, the eternal things are the permanent possession, the personal prosperity from God's purpose for your life. God, your God, he ends this chapter and says, God, your God says so. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for two different groups of people and there'll be some interchange in that. But the first prayer is this and pray this together with me. Perhaps you've been prepared for just such a day and for such a message as this today. That the Holy Spirit is stirring inside of you a desire, strong desire. And I'm not talking about a fleeting, momentary, oh that would be nice. But there's been a yearning and a stirring inside of you for real change for your life. That you want to have everything be different for you. You're who I'm talking to today. God's been working on you. Let's pray this simple prayer together. Mean it in your heart. Open wide your heart. Jesus is knocking. And if you hear him, open wide and let him in. And God will do a thing in you that you could never do. He'll change you from the inside out. The Bible says this new life come begins with, he goes, I'll give you a new heart. I'll put a new spirit on the inside of you. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we pray this prayer today, Jesus, I hear you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. And Jesus, I let you come in and take over and show me your salvation. I'll follow you all the days of my life through to forever. And I thank you, Lord. I say, I am saved. I believe you saved me right now. Thank you, Lord. I'm yours and you're mine. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I'll tell you God will do his part. If you opened your heart and you were wholehearted towards God, God will always do his part. Never doubt. You, you will begin to see the signs of that new life and the change from the inside out. Your want-tos will change. Your ability to follow God. We never do it in our own power, our own strength. It is through the strength and power that he gives us because he moves on the inside of us. He becomes a permanent house guest. You are now the home address of God. It's what he wanted all along. And you'll find that it's what you've desired and looked for in so many 
places all along as well. Congratulations, that is the best choice. And I'll tell you the consequences of that choice are, are, are fast, so fast in coming. Real change for you. I, will, I heard the Lord say this to me for the next group of, uh, of, of people here that I really want to uh, speak this word over you and then we'll close out and be done with our time uh, today. Thank you for your listening. Thank you for joining uh, in and I know that God is at work. I believe that there is a release of an inheritance for the people of God that has been sealed until now. It's been held because it has been held for a certain level of maturity, of a willingness and an obedience and a meeting of certain requirements. You know, uh, this is your phone call today. This is your notification of a legal documentation uh, that uh, uh, we've, we've found some words recorded uh, on a paper and a page that has been sealed away until now, but it's been discovered in the safe deposit box. That God's held some things for you, and there's a release uh, this very day. I want to pray that over you. Uh, those of you that are here and those of you that are uh, joining us, this word uh, is, a, is being witnessed right now by the Holy Spirit in your life. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the release of the inheritance that we have together with the saints of God. We thank you, Lord, that it is that you are the only one that is worthy to break the seals, as we see in the book of Revelation. But there comes a time when the seals are broken and there is a release. And I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord, that you have qualified uh, we don't qualify ourselves, but you have made us qualified. You have searched us and found us uh, to be wanting or found us to be faithful and true. And thank you that, the, that the, the blessing shall abound now to the faithful. I thank you for a blanketing of their life with the blessings of God. I thank you for the, that you cover them with uh, and throw your cloak up over them and clothe them with the coat of many colors that anointing and favor will be released to them in a measure, a more measure like never before for this is their inheritance in the name of Jesus. And if you can believe that, receive it right now. By faith, just take those words and expect God's works. It will be seen and God said and there it was and God is saying and there it is and it's good and in your case it's very good thank you so much uh, for joining us today and for uh, uh, being here and exercising your faith uh, you'll find that God will do everything that he's promised that he would do God bless you and until the next time Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.